Springfield's Talk 104.1. My name is Nick Reed. We got our big event tomorrow. Very excited about it. Hulk uh, Hot Tub Services still out here this morning. In fact, if you have any questions for them about uh, the the uh, top-of-the-line hot tubs they carry, their, their installations, the services that they do, they're just incredible folks, fantastic partners. We love having them on. And they wanted to, from the get-go, said we want to at some point do something that we can really help veterans it's a big cause for them, and this time of year, going into the holidays, the need for food, and that's where they came up with the idea of giving away a brand-new six-person state-of-the-art uh, hot tub. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of equipment. In the way that it works, we're going to be at Big Shots Golf tomorrow morning, 9 to 11, and every pound of non-perishable food item you bring out, you get one entry into that drawing. Show up with the food. MFA and Ozark uh, provided us a scale, and we're just going to measure the food, give you the tickets, and everyone that is there between 9 and 11 will get your food weighed. Once we get all that done, we're going to draw, and somebody's going to walk away with that thing. They'll deliver it. They'll install it for you, um, and they'll have a couple others on hand so you can see some of the different designs and styles that they, they have. In fact, the, the owner of the manufacturing, or the company that manufactures those, uh, Joshua, told us is actually going to be on hand as well. There's going to be food, mimosas, bloody Mary's, of course, you can have, uh, um, you know, non-alcoholic beverages will be a courtesy. But if you want to purchase uh, any sort of brunch, you'll be able to do that and uh, and drive some balls as well. Uh, and we're going to have some giveaways. So the details for that is at KSGF.com. We'd love to see. You. I think it's going to be a great time. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. A Missouri police chief has been arrested on drug charges. Louisiana, Missouri police chief William Jones is charged with second-degree drug trafficking after his girlfriend's brother died from an overdose in the chief's apartment. Police say the girlfriend and another brother were also found overdosed but were saved by Narcan. Officers say they found what they believe to be fentanyl in the apartment. Jones is also accused of trying to destroy evidence in his apartment. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. The Army Corps of Engineers will conduct new testing at a Missouri grade school to learn more about the level of radioactive contamination there. The testing begins Monday at Jana Elementary School in Florissant, Missouri. That school sits near Coldwater Creek, which was contaminated decades ago with discarded nuclear waste. Free speech advocates are asking the Supreme Court to overturn a federal appeals court ruling that upheld an Arkansas law requiring state contractors to pledge not to boycott Israel. The ACLU asking justices to take up an 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruling that the law did not unconstitutionally infringe on free speech rights. The Arkansas Times challenged that law as well, which requires state contractors to reduce their fees by 20% if they don't sign the pledge. Republican lawmakers drafted the law in 2017. They say it was not prompted by a specific incident. And a federal judge has dismissed an effort by six Republican-led states to block the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk. And the first alert forecast, it is going to be a windy day red flag warning, otherwise sunny high of 80. 
Partly cloudy tonight, low of 58. Sunny, 79 tomorrow. Sunday, mostly sunny, a high of 79. And we got a couple of the character men with us here this morning. How's everyone doing? Doing doing well. Doing great. Anthony's right on top of it. Boy, I love it. All right, so. So. Yes. Let's have at it. Let's have at it. Jump right in. Okay. People have been uh, kind of giving us some, some uh, not grief, but bugging, some, bugging me saying, you're always saying to buy a house. You've been saying buy a house for the last 20 well, years. Well, it is kind of what you do. Well, no, it isn't. It's, it's actually I give advice. And uh, luckily we've been blessed with a business that is, you know, help a lot of having to do with, you know, how you promote and everything, which is thank you. But we give advice whether it's good for us or not. I mean, there's plenty of times, you can look on our Google reviews, where there's plenty of times where I don't get business, but I help people. And I love to do that, because I'm a teacher by trade. So people are saying, well, you've always said buy a house. So we're going to do a little test right now, on air, live, on KSGF. And we're going to go over, each one of us has bought a house. Or, in my case, I built a house. So uh, the oldest one, I think, is Anthony, when he bought his duplex back in what year uh 2013 2013 he bought a duplex now if you want to give the real numbers feel free if you don't that's fine too you don't have to but in 2013 you bought a duplex yep. you remember what do you want just give whatever information yeah you want. so duplex kind of center springfield sunset and campbell area i bought it originally in 2013 for 117 zestimate currently which Let's give the disclaimer. Zestimate's not super accurate for Zestimate everybody. From Zillow, by it, the way. Yeah, Zillow.com on Zillow. It's a national average in most cases, so the numbers can be skewed for certain neighborhoods, sure. but for the most part, it's relatively accurate for increase or decrease in value. If their numbers are anywhere near correct, currently worth $229,000. So that's a gain of hundred grand in 10 years. Yeah. Roughly. That's 10000 a year. And I've done nothing but put a roof on the property, and they don't even know about that. So they're yeah, assuming they nothing has been done. So that's a pretty darn good return. If yeah. you, that's 10% return per year. Uh, next would be probably my house. I built my house back in two, uh, six years ago. Did you buy your when – when did you your, – It was, I think, 10, I think it was 2012. <clears throat> okay, so 2012. You're 10 years. So yeah. what was yours? So we bought it at $3.1 million. Yeah. And the, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I did. The, I don't know how much of a. Di- I just did the division and ours. If I remember, I know this is. I guess this is embarrassing. I was telling you. I think I remember what we <laughs> bought it for. But based off what I think, it's a sixty percent increase over. Over the. Uh huh. Over that. Now, time but period. we have done so much work. Yeah, don't count that though. I don't want to. I know. Count I'm that, not. I'm not counting that. I'm just talking so, buying something and yeah. then. Based and, off that estimate, sixty a sixty percent increase. And so mine would be next. I built my house and I built mine and it's worth roughly that was six years ago, and I'm outside in the county and I'm on land twenty five acres and you know land's been going up like crazy, mm. so I have virtually doubled my money in six years. My land is worth ridiculous amounts. Oh, yeah, amounts. that's where ridiculous it is. Ridiculous amounts. 25 acres. I could sell 10 acres now and just probably pay off yeah. my house. But And then, Sarah, you're next. Yeah, I don't have a mic. Oh, you don't have a mic. Okay, so you oh. just relay to us. Uh, did you look it up? And I did. I feel like <laughs> I have to yell. Um, so my house is up over 28000 and I just purchased okay. mine. She purchased hers a year ago. Yep. So and uh, she's 28 up grand. 28 yeah. grand. What do you know what a percentage? Well, don't let's not do that cuz that's that gives too much information. And then Anthony just bought his house, <clears throat> not the duplex. He moved from the duplex 
went into a house. Yeah, just bought that in June of this year for the wife and I, and we paid two fifteen final close costs and full disclosure that was actually above list price. Yeah, that's um, after eighteen offers on eighteen different houses yeah, above sales something price. like that. Eight is crazy. Uh, over a dozen for sure. Definitely and during the height of the market. I know Zestimate's actually showing a little low on this one because obviously we have the appraisal. Uh, estimated value of two twenty four, so right out of the gate, ten grand in what four months? We sound like people that are on a weight loss infomercial. Like I, I started four <laughs> months ago. Yeah. I'm down thirty five pounds. I've never felt better. Yeah. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole point is, there is a reason why the Carriker team is saying go buy a house yes the interest rates are up yes they're a pain in the rear but there's a saying uh marry the house date the rate date the rate you're gonna get a if you get a house now yes the market is actually you're in a better position now than anthony was four months ago because there are less people out there buying houses right now than there were four months ago during the summer and there are still about the same number of houses on the market maybe even a little bit more houses, a few more houses on the market right now. So you're in a position now where it's not just a seller's market. It's getting more, leaning a little more towards a buyer's market to where you don't have to offer so much. Right. So the goal here, the main point we're trying to say is stop renting. If you're renting, I, I'm raising my rents. I've got a, a duplex now available. My parents moved out. We got them in a nursing home uh, because they needed more help. And so I have to rehab that whole duplex. I'm going to raise the rent on that particular unit $100 over what I just raised yeah. back the beginning of the year for the, all my other tenants. Well, and aside from increase in value, the thing that always just really gets me, and I understand oftentimes people have issues when it comes to, oh, we're only going to be here for six months or there are credit issues. But I see people looking for homes to rent. And they're like, you know, $1,200, $1,300 yeah. for a home that I know, even with the interest rates where they are, your, your payments are going to be the same or maybe even less potential, or at least just look into it. Please. Well, we go ahead. And here's the fun thing on rentals. Would you rather pay 7% interest rate on your own house or would you rather pay 100% interest, which is what you're paying on every single rental you move into? Right. You are not getting any equity yeah, or any value yeah. back out of that. You're property. paying you, uh, uh, the way I and I don't know. I may have gotten this for you. You you are paying a mortgage. It's yes, just you not are. yours. Yeah, that's yeah, what I exactly. So like essentially, the way we tell people to think about it is, you're paying a hundred percent interest mortgage yeah. for somebody else and no benefit. You, there's <laughs> absolutely no gain, and you're yeah. going to be stuck there for as long as you're stuck there, and then. Heaven forbid they raise the rent and you can't afford it. You're looking for another house again. Who yep. wants to go through that? Yeah. Back to square one moving. And then you also have to think about the, how much it costs to get into a house. I've still got 0% down programs, okay. rural development, veterans. We've got great programs for veterans. You can get into a house. You can buy a house cheaper than you can move into another rental. Because mm-hmm. when you mu- move into a rental, you got to have first Posit, month's rent yeah, first and last month. month's rent, typically. That's a lot of money. And I, you can always have a pet in your own home. Yes, you can. You can always have a pet at three dogs and five cats. Well, like I say, I always encourage people, do not... Why you got to call me out like that? Do, don't, <laughs> do not answer your own question. Do not, if you're thinking, well, I'd like to, but I'm sure I can't because of this. Just contact you guys. We will not yeah. force you either. I mean, if you say at the end of a conversation and you say, well, I still want to rent. I'm going to go, okay. Right. You can and lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink. This is actually a comment we had just from a client this past week that he's been to numerous banks trying to apply for a loan, and literally he's just been getting the answer, no. 
Just, just no. Sorry. <laughs> we can't do your loan. No Go somewhere you. else. <laughs> the moment we talked to him and we said, look, you know, we want to help you. If you can't do a loan right now, we're going to figure out a game to plan get, to help yeah, you move forward. To get there. He just paused and he goes, really? Nobody wow. else has That's done this for me. Sad. Nobody it else is, is yeah. willing to help me get a loan. It's they just service. tell me I can't get one. Yeah. We've worked so, with people for years. Yeah. I mean, two or three years getting their credit fixed to where they can finally buy a house. It's because you guys are awesome. Well, well, there's three of us, so it makes it easier so we can clone three Character times. superstars. All right. I want a great com Because you do, but i got to throw something in okay, real, real quick. quick. Uh, we're going to donate because of the hot tub thing. Yes. We don't want to be part of We're not going to be part of the drawing or anything. Okay. But we are going to donate $250 worth oh, of wow. food That's to fantastic. that cause. Thank you I'm very a much. And Thank I love you very veterans, much. So. We want to help the cause. Awesome. You guys appreciate it yeah. much. I, I want a great homeloan.com. We got uh, traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Ozark, or, uh, Ozark outdoor lighting. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Christmas lights. They're doing mine this year. Uh, you get a lot of companies, and uh, the, it gets cold. It's their off season, and so in order to supplement income, they will uh, offer services of, of stringing lights. But they know about as much of it as you do. Uh, but Ozark Outdoor Lighting, lighting, home lighting, outdoor lighting—that is what they do, and so it is part of what they do. Christmas time, uh, getting into Christmas, they do both residential, they do commercial. I'm having them do my home this year. Some of the benefits they put them up which frankly i didn't mind so much but they also take them down they store them for you in the off season you have a bulb go out while they're up there you call them they come fix it for you it's just some of the many benefits of having them take care of it for you and the next year 25 percent off the original cost from the year prior and you can change colors from year to year if you want and no additional cost that is ozark outdoor lighting you find them at ozarkoutdoorservices.com that's how you can get in touch with them and set up a time for them to come and and uh, do a do a free consultation for your home or your business and see what it'll cost to get that done for you there's a new poll out that notes nearly 80 percent of voters oppose transgender procedures on minors now the reason i bring this to you is because The left is very good at creating false atmospheres. They are very good at taking their very small, extreme belief system and making it seem as if it is the conventional wisdom, it is the common sense approach, and anyone who feels differently is the extreme. In fact, they go so far as to use that word, extreme, like the extreme right wing. If you listen to what they determine to be extreme, if you don't support um, allowing a baby that is born alive through a botched abortion to just lie in a trash can and die while suffering, if you are opposed to that, they say that you are extreme. If you are opposed to mutilating the private parts of children, castrating them, injecting them with off-label use chemicals, to forever change their body. If you say, you know what, if as an adult they want to do that, fine, but I don't think we should let 10-year-olds do that. They say you are extreme. 
And so this polling, which was a nationwide survey conducted by Convention of State Action in partnership with the Trafalgar Group, polled over 1,000 likely 2022 election voters in, uh, in October, when asked if they, quote, believe underage minors should be required to wait until they are adults to use puberty blockers and undergo permanent sex change operations, 78.7% of all respondents, which comprised of Democrats, Republicans, and non-party affiliates, said that, yes, they should wait until they're adults. While Democrats were divided, 96.8% of Republican voters and 84.6% of independent voters said, yes, they should wait till they're adults. 53.2% of Democrats said that they should wait until they're adults. So even amongst Democrats, a majority said that, yes, that's reasonable. I would suggest the number is probably a bit higher than that in terms of people that think that it should, that, you know, they should wait. The media, again, has done a very good job of of making people feel, many people feel, that they are bigots, that, you know, they're going to be responsible for kids killing themselves if you don't support this. And so oftentimes, if, if they're asked, people will, if they're going to be dishonest about their position, they're going to be dishonest on the side of sounding like they're part of the mainstream and compassionate and say, oh, yeah, no, 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 I think kids should be able to make those decisions on their own. The point being, though, a vast majority of Americans, or at least likely voters, believe that if an individual wants to do this to themselves, they should not be doing it at the age of 8, 9, 5, 12, 14 years old. They should wait until they're an adult to do so. And so while Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and people like Crystal Quaid want you to believe you're extreme for believing that you are not they are the extreme ones they are the radical ones they are the ones that 10 years ago were part of all the rest of us it's just for political purposes in the last couple of years they have decided that they want to you know change the way that we deal with children you know they are the ones who have shifted and decided okay here's a new idea we're going to try out and we are going to try to force it upon everyone they are the radicalists and so as bombarded as you may feel and you know the these media outlets, oh, they'll have parents on with kids, and it just all seems so normal. And, oh, it was a wonderful thing for you, wasn't it? And then they'll have uh, people come on and provide false statistics suggesting that if you don't let kids do this, then they're more likely to kill themselves. And, and you know, they make it seem so obvious. They're being dishonest. And they are in the extreme. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. Hear about I, know, it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but it. the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, one of the things I want to talk to you about is yeah. just the. The signs, the signs, the signs, they, they are increasingly there. And the Federalist has a piece noting that Democrats are already um, sort of uh, broadcasting that, we, you know, you should expect delays when it comes to us counting these votes. 
Uh, the, the, the longer it takes, the more room there is for shenanigans. And in Pennsylvania specifically, it is just very, very clear that they plan on doing whatever is necessary to, to hand that to Fetterman, the Democrat candidate. The Secretary of State there has already announced that she will count illegal ballots, ballots that, that do not, when you have mail-in ballots, and um, there was a background here is there was a judicial race, and there are certain standards when you mail-in ballots, be it absentee, be it early, that has, you have to sign and give certain information so they know it's actually you sending it in. Well, she allowed in those that were not supposed to be counted, those that were illegal, to be counted anyway. So it was taken to court, and the judge, the courts ruled, yeah, that was illegal. They let the, the election stand, which is a problem. But that aside, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, yeah, you cannot count illegal ballots. And the response from the Democrat-appointed Secretary of State in Pennsylvania was, we're going to do it anyway. In addition to that, a judge recently ruled that there can be no, uh, they can't require with drop boxes that there be people that uh, provide security, that actual human beings as as what you would call a poll watcher, but said no, they can be completely unmanned. And now what you have are Democrats already telling Americans to expect delays as they count the results. All of these are the tea leaves of corruption. So I want to fill you in on some of the latest details there in just a couple of moments. As we continue on the Friday Road Show, let's have a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast. We've got a red flag warning out today. This, of course, means that dry, windy conditions means it's recommended you do not burn things. Otherwise, sunny high of 80, 58 for low tonight, sunny 79 tomorrow, and Sunday mostly sunny, high of 79. Sarah Myers. Thank you, and I am here with my friend Bruce over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, I hear that you're back on social media. We finally made it back. We, uh, we, our Facebook got hacked a while back, and we were selling boats. We were we were selling really nice boats for like five thousand dollars. So what I'm hearing is you're no longer selling boats. Uh, no, we've we've somehow mm. managed to steer away from that market at least temporarily until we get hacked again. I think that you're missing an opportunity. You could have been Beatles Property Maintenance and Boat Repair. You know, no, we we're just sell just sales. <laughs> and you know, I there were a few of the boats that I really. If you I thought about got, buying it. Man, if I could have got it for that price, I'd have, I'd have just kept it. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, then, you know, Facebook, they they have such great uh, uh, such great ways for interacting with them and, oh, and correcting issues. And their their solution was, well, we're going to shut your page down for three months. Yeah. And uh, so now we uh, we have a few likes and a few followers. So if, if anybody wants to go to our Facebook page... Um, we'd love to have some some people start liking us and and following us again because it literally is starting over from scratch. Well, I went ahead and during the break, I put your Facebook link on the Sarah's Endorsements page and I shared it on the KSGF page so it's even easier to find. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. So what's up? Well, I I was fascinated. You guys were talking with Don Carricker about home prices and all of that. And uh, I'm sitting there doing the math and I realized in 13 years my home is has tripled in value oh no kidding and uh we had another rental that we sold that i won't disclose but it was 
a whole lot better return than that. There you go. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's the way to go. And when you buy the house, you need it fixed. That's right. And, uh, you know, whether it's during the real estate transaction, if you're selling or buying, um, we're there. We do a lot. I think last year we did like 1,500 real estate transactions that we were on. Yeah, you were on um, one of mine. Yep, yep, yours. And, uh, you know, we, we do those types of repairs. We do all kinds of stuff. So when you get your house and you need it, need it taken care of, uh, you can run out to our new Facebook page. <laughs> there you go, yeah. And I've been uh, telling people, you know, holiday season is right around the corner and maybe you have like a guest room or a guest bath that you haven't necessarily taken care of you don't see it yep. every day you don't use it uh, right now is probably the perfect time to to get yep. on the books yep yep and if you don't use your bathroom you need to that's right when when my when my nieces and nephew uh moved out um i told my sister i said hey you uh you need to be using all those extra bathrooms and uh, she's like, why? I said, plumbing needs to get used. It doesn't like to sit idle. So, uh, yeah, now you use those. And if you find out, oh, wow, they sat too long and now there's a problem, and give us a call. We'll get out there and get it taken care of. There you go. All right. Well, you got any big plans for this weekend? Are you coming out to our events? I'm going to, I'm sure going to try. I, I've got three grandkids with me that I'm going to try to drag out oh, there. Oh, well, it'll be fun. There's we'll a little uh, putting course out there yep. and we're going to have some golf games. So it'll be fun they, for everybody. They've been there. They love it. So. Oh, very good. Well, I hope to see you tomorrow. Um, if not, well, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> All right. How do we, we get to, a hold of you? We need to get out and just tear your house up. Uh, yes, I know. We will schedule that soon. All right. All right. How do we get a hold of you? All right. You can call the office at uh, 417-840-3330, or you can go out to uh, BeatlesPM.com, or you can always go to Sarah's uh, page on, on KSGF. And we're there. Or you can go on Facebook. There you go. Like us, follow (laughs) us, do all those fun things. All right. Well, Bruce, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. I will see you when I see you. All right. (laughs) This is Sarah Myers with Springfield's Talk, 1041. I I failed to mention, even though they're right here and I'm staring at them, we do have KSGF stickers for if you want for your car or your whatever. Uh, There's a number of different styles to fit your personality. And they, uh, I'd say, pretty sharp looking. So you can... Um, come by and grab those if you'd like to. There's there are a there's one specifically for the morning show. There's one that's just sort of a more flowery fun. Um, there's some straight up normal ones. So you could come by if you'd like and, and grab one of those. The mentioned trouble with Facebook and <laughs> the uh, duplication or hacking of the set. We've all we almost all of us have dealt with the head-shaking aggravation of having to deal with Facebook when somebody either mimics your account or um, you get flagged for something that you didn't even do. And you're like, I, and it's, it's, you know, like Bruce was talking about, they were going to shut him down for three months. These are the same people that are assuring us, don't worry, they're ex- expanding their efforts to make sure you and I don't get any false information going into the election. Anyone who has ever dealt with the frustration of having to communicate with someone uh, in Facebook regarding claims that they're making about things that you've posted, about things that, that, that other people have posted, you know, claiming that 
I, I, just the absurdity of it, the absurdity. And I've seen many of you that are my Facebook friends that are posting something along with, or you explain, I posted this, and this is what I got back from Facebook warning me, and you post it because it's absurd. Like, is this a real person that did this? Or And it's a demonstration of total lack of any sort of consistency, total lack of any sort of standard even. It's just totally willy-nilly. They oftentimes contradict themselves, yet these are the people who say that they are going to be in charge of making sure that the only information that you see running up to the midterm elections is information that is accurate. Now, of course, eye of the beholder is at play anyhow. You know, they like to say things that they don't agree with is is uh, fake news. They don't agree with it. Um, and then they allow postings of things that fit into their ideological bent without any problem whatsoever. But that aside, even if it wasn't about that, even if it was a completely objective effort, look at their track record when it comes to mundane things. I mean, Bruce over here talking about the nightmare of dealing with them and being shut down for three months because of, you know, boat posting and things that are, are, are benign. Yet we're supposed to feel better? We want these individuals to be the gatekeeper? Here's an idea. Why don't we just go back to the good old-fashioned days of freedom of speech where you just let people post what they want, say what they want, and user beware. User beware. You see, in the end, it really truly does make things worse. If you are concerned about people receiving and accepting false information by claiming that you are going to be gatekeepers to prevent those things from coming in. And I don't mean worse in terms of freedom, but worse in terms of what your goal is. Because what is the goal of an outfit like Facebook? A goal of an outfit like Facebook is to make sure that people aren't misled. Now, I think we can all agree that there is still misinformation that's going to pop up on, on Facebook, right? Even even in for, aside from their bias information that even they would go, oh, yes, we should not allow. I mean, straight up false information. Now, if people go into Facebook understanding it's the Wild West of information, and buyer beware, understand that these are just random people posting all sorts of different stories and everything, and, and you can't believe everything you read. You've got to understand it. If you make sure people understand that that is the landscape, then people can take it upon themselves to, to be guarded. But if you tell them, don't worry, we're going to make sure that we police things and that we don't allow that information to get through. So you don't have to worry about wondering whether it's true or not. And you lull people into this false sense of security that the information they see is accurate. And then when you don't stop all the information and people are subject to false information, but you've told them they don't have to worry about it, then they're more likely to believe false information. So, and th this is just, it, it is a character trait of the left. 
They set out with a goal, so they claim, and they set a plan for that goal, but they do the opposite of what it, the outcome is the opposite of the outcome that they say that they're striving for. And so if you have a platform in which you make everyone aware there's going to be fake information in here, there's going to be true information in here, there's going to be information in between in here, so you just got to understand that. And then you have a platform that lulls people into believing, don't worry, we'll make sure we filter out the false information. Both are going to end up with false information. But one, you're going to have people more likely to believe it, and that's the one where you tell them you're monitoring things. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Oh, it's so sexy, y'all. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed, uh, garage experts, because they really truly are experts when it comes to a garage. They're actually experts in transforming your garage to make it an actual living space in your home. It is almost a shame when you look at square footage of your home, what a significant portion of the square footage of your home is the garage, yet you don't really consider it part of your home so much. You know, you don't consider it a living space. It is that room that even people who come to your house often don't ever see. You pay for that square footage. Why not make it as much of your home as the rest of your home? It's what I did. You can see the transformation in the video on my Facebook page, 1041 Nick Reed. And I say I did. I didn't do it. Mark and Shelley Long of Garage Experts did it. And you can see what they did for me, what they can do for you. Free estimation. Uh, Shelley will come do an evaluation. They're just fantastic people and uh, trust me once you have it done if you move you sell your home go to another it's going to be one of the first things you do is call up Shelly have her come do an evaluation and set up a time for Mark to get a crew over there and do your garage garage experts find them under Nick's endorsements ksgf.com Democrats throughout the political and corporate media spheres are Attempting to normalize delayed election results in highly contested states ahead of Election Day, forecasting that final vote totals might not be fully known until well after November 8th. Now, again, since the 2000 election, this has become a common tactic of the Democrat Party, and that is to drag things out. And the reason that they want to drag it out is because they always benefit. They att- and this began in the year 2000, and they attempted to drag, and they kept dragging it out, kept recounting, 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 uh, in one county in particular. And every time they recounted, as they drug it out, well, we found more Al Gore votes. We found more Al Gore votes. We found more Al Gore votes over and over and over again. Four or five times they recounted before the Supreme Court finally said, you can't keep counting. Essentially, you're not going to be able to keep counting until you get the outcome you want. Not You can't do that. That's not how this works. But that's what they were doing. And had they been allowed to drag it out even further, they would have drug it out until they got the outcome they wanted. The most stark, widespread example we have seen of this was the 2020 election. 
And I remember the coverage that night. Dr. John Lilly and Tom Martz in studio, and we're watching it. We're in, when we close out the night, noted that the patterns are the same as they were in, in uh, 2016. And so unless something weird happened, remember having this conversation. You had a county in, in uh, I think, Wisconsin. I know, you, of course, Michigan, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Georgia. You had, you had some of these counties that were like, oh, we're so tired. Hey, guys, you know what? Uh, and this was unprecedented, by the way. We're just so tired. We, we, everybody, it's fine. Just go home. We're going to just start counting again tomorrow. And lo and behold, when everyone wakes up, they're like, you know what? We actually decided to count through the night anyway. It wouldn't. Joe Biden's ahead. They drag it out because the longer they drag it out, the more votes they can find. And while some people will push back on that and say, well, I mean, there, you can't accuse them. Listen, this is what happens. Do you think Democrats would want to drag it out if every time that happened, Republicans ended up winning? And so they're already setting the stage. They're already out there during a Zoom call with reporters last week. Pennsylvania's acting Secretary of State, Lee Chapman, this is the one who sent out a press release saying she will count illegal votes. She said that Americans should not be surprised if Pennsylvania doesn't have the election results on election night this November. Isn't it always, is another thing that's amazing. It's always Democrats that have a hard time getting these votes counted in time, isn't it? You don't have this with Republicans. It's always either the state as a whole, with a secretary of state that's a Democrat, or you might have a state that's run by Republicans, but here you'll have this precinct. Here you'll have this county that are blue strongholds on the map, run by Democrats, and they just happen to be out of every other single county in the state. That one Democrat stronghold, they just have a hard time getting those votes counted. It's just an amazing coincidence that their, their apparent incompetence somehow manages to lead to these turnarounds in the middle of the night. But, of course, not, if you think that's unusual, you're an election denier. As opposed to somebody with a brain in their head. And so what they're doing is they are giving themselves the wiggle room that they need. They are already, that way whenever, let's say you get a close race. By the way, they won't have trouble. Mark my words. They won't have trouble if the, in any of these areas that the Democrat is a clear winner. The, you know, they're, they aren't going to have any trouble at all with delays. No, no, no. It's all done, over with, everything's fine. But if it's close or the Demo- Democrat's just barely behind, you're going to see these delays. And they're going to say, hey, listen, I mean, you know, there are no shenanigans here. We knew this was going to happen. I mean, we, we weeks ago, we, we warned that this was going to happen. As technology gets more and more advanced, only with government, specifically in the case of election, can Democrats make things take even longer. Only government, and specifically in the context of elections, Democrats, 
can manage to take an election system in which once upon a time it was just a you know like a ballot all on election day you go in you fill it out and you vote you knew later that night who won with all the advancements in technology can they manage to make it take two three four five times as long corruption and for the people who want to claim that anyone who again notices the obvious here is a an election denier the only people in denial are those that can watch this all play out and believe that there's absolutely nothing unusual about it whatsoever springfield's talk 1041 i'm nick reed you're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Well, talking about homes, home buying. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Sarah and I are both homeowners. A lot of you are homeowners. If you're not, there's a good chance that you will be at some point. And we are, I mean, this is a station about talking to each other and helping one another out with ideas, thoughts, information. You know, here's something I've experienced just for you. And and so that's one of the reasons that we focus so much on areas that involve home ownership. Uh, because that's a huge expense in our lives. It's a huge commitment in our lives. And, and that's why it's so important. And it's why we... We specifically handpick people that understand the significance of that and that are absolutely top-notch because it is such a significant purchase in your life. And that's why Emily Johnson of House Theory Realty is, is part of our team in that capacity. It's why it is that we, uh, you know, just as adamantly as possible can say you cannot go wrong. You, you've got to go with Emily Johnson House Theory Realty. And when I say that, this is what I would just suggest. At at the very least, if you're thinking about selling your home or you're needing to buy one, meet with her, talk with her. And if for whatever reason you decide, no, not my cup of tea, that's perfectly fine. You know, everyone has their own personal preferences. But I guarantee you, at the very least, what you should do is meet with her, call her, talk with her, communicate with her. Any questions you have when it comes to buying or selling, because she's incredible. And you want her in your corner for such a huge decision. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. There's been a real interesting story and a very interesting alliance that have been playing out in Dearborn, Michigan. Dearborn, Michigan has a tremendous, in terms of population, Muslim uh, presence. And while we hear the concerns about pornography, inappropriate literature being provided to young children in our public schools, it's generally portrayed as something of you know uh well in fact kansas city star references oh it's a republican thing it's a right-wing thing it's also a muslim thing and there has been this alliance that is naturally formed between conservatives and christians and, and even non-religious affiliated parents who care about their children's future and muslims when it comes to this constant push of child pornography and inappropriate material by the left in the schools. And so you have parents in Dearborn, Michigan, they're protesting some of these books available to kids. One father saying all it is is protecting our children. And they eventually, the Dearborn Public School Board meeting was shut down due to parents, largely Muslim parents, protesting this. And I don't know about you, but this seems sort of like Islamophobia to me. And you have... 
a school board meeting being shut down because Muslims are there expressing concerns about their kids? Does that not feed into the stereotype of, of all Muslims being scary terrorists? Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed.